Are you ready for this? Welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. I'm Corey. I'm Logan. And we are here to go on the journey of life and leadership growth with you. Welcome to the Principles Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Principles with Corey and Logan. I'm excited about our conversation today. I want to do something a little bit different today. Um, today, I'm going to give you a clip of a teaching that I was doing in our uh, men's mastermind group, Legacy Builders, on As a Man Thinketh. It's a book we've been diving into, As a Man Thinketh, is written in the 1900s, early 1900s by James Allen. But we're diving into how does a man think? Or how does a woman think? And it's important to think about that because we know that if we don't like our results or our current circumstances or conditions, then we can trace that back to our thinking. And what we want to do is be aware of our thoughts and the thoughts we are allowing in and to stand guard. And like Jesus said, take each thought captive. But many people, we just kind of coast and float through life. And what we're trying to do in this study is be very intentional about our thinking life, right? And, um, you know, our thoughts determine how we feel. How we feel in a given moment determines the actions we take. And the actions we take are always going to produce the results that we get. If I go plant a seed of corn, I cannot expect to get some black eyed peas, right? It's the same thing in the physical world and the thinking world of, of the actions we take going to produce a specific result. But that can be traced back to our thoughts. So uh, if you're interested in more on that study, I've, I've created this online study. I will put a link in the show notes of this to the entire study, but it's been a powerful, powerful, powerful study to really engage uh, your mind and your mindset and and really to help you create the, the kind of life that you want to create, right? And not just coast and float through life. So, I hope you enjoy this. I hope it adds value to you. And again, we'll say it at the end, but if it does, we invite you to rate and review and share it with a friend or family member. So enjoy this. This is again from our study on As a Man Thinketh, the chapter on thought and purpose. Enjoy. Well, hey guys, welcome back to our study on As a Man Thinketh. And uh, hey, we're, we're coming along right here. We've, we're in uh, thought and purpose today. And this has got one of my favorite quotes ever in this chapter. And we'll get to that kind of right off the bat. But let's kind of recap um, kind of where we are up until this point. In thought and character, we talk about talked a little bit about the importance of really the work as being that internal and changing who you are and building your your character, that that inner game, right? And then we talked about how that is reflected into the world, into our circumstances. So we talked about weaving the garment of circumstance. We're weaving, and Earl Nightingale uh, would say that the world holds up this merciless mirror reflecting back our circumstance in uh, to our character, right? To who you are. And then the next one is not just circumstance, but actually the health of the body, right? And, and that is that it works in a very similar way that the external is a reflection of what's going on on, on the inside, internally. And now we're moving on to purpose. And he's saying purpose is a great way for you to kind of, you know, 
get a handle on your thoughts and to kind of marshal it in the direction you want to focus on, you know, what you want to focus on. It becomes the first kind of toll of kind of uh, being able to take control. And he says in the very first sentence, and this is probably one of my very favorite quotes, and it wasn't until I really understood what he was saying in here that it became my favorite quote, but he says, until your thought is linked with purpose, there's no intelligent accomplishment. Until your thought is linked with purpose, there's no intelligent accomplishment. And you think about that, when you think about thinking, what's the purpose of thinking? A lot of people kind of mindlessly wander, right? But if there's a purpose to your thinking, then there is a new thing that is created. And that's kind of what we're going to dig into. So you think about that until your thinking is really linked to a specific purpose. There's no intelligent accomplishment. And he's really saying until your thought is linked with a very specific purpose, there's nothing new. There's no new accomplishment. There's no new creation. And really, that's the purpose of thought, right? Thought is the creative power. It's how we create our lives. It's the whole purpose of this entire book, as a man thinketh and his life. It's the creative power. For most people, most people are probably searching for their purpose, right? And as, you know, I always encourage people that before they start a a program like this, a study like this, or if, if I'm doing a, uh, a training with a team, uh, to really think into what what's your purpose, like what's your purpose for being here that day, right? To link your thought to that purpose and always um, allow that to filter your thinking. So, so you know, and, and that's really what our pursuing, what our per- purpose is, is our purpose serves as really a filter through which we make our decisions and through which we think. And I've actually just kind of started doing this now is even as we go to church, right? Before the service begins, I'll, I'll seek the Holy Spirit's guidance. I'll ask, what's my purpose for being here today? What do I need to hear today and get from today? And then as I'm listening to the message, that's the filter through which I'm listening, right? And I think when I think about that intelligent accomplishment, it makes me think, well, what do we want to achieve? Because if you know what you want to achieve, you've got a better chance of achieving it, right? And if you don't, if you don't know what you want to achieve, you're just kind of going to do whatever your emotions want, right? Whatever your emotions want to do at that particular time. So if you haven't got a purpose, then you're just going to kind of do whatever you feel like doing. Your thoughts are going to be, you know, sporadic. It's just going to be a mental activity, really, isn't it? You're not really thinking at all, and you're not going to achieve anything because you haven't really got anything in mind. You're just going to do, you know, it's just going to be tension relieving rather than goal achieving. But if you have got something in mind, then you're much more likely to have more of your thoughts to be in harmony with that and help you move towards that direction, right? And I also think when you link your thought with purpose, for me, It's kind of like you're harnessing all that energy to a very specific end, right? You're putting your whole weight behind it. It's kind of, that to me, that's like a good picture of it. He says, with the majority, the bark of thought is allowed to kind of drift upon the ocean of life. (laughs) 
<laughs> Isn't that true? Like there's no real rhyme or reason, just whatever, wherever it goes, right? Back and forth with the current, blowing about, moving around, whatever the TV says for me to do, whatever the reporters say, right? Uh, you know, on TV, kind of like pick the best of the worst because you've got to watch something, right? You got to watch something. That's what most think. They think, well, you've got to watch something. So I'm just going to pick the best of the worst. So we really want to focus our thinking. It's kind of like having a, you know, like a, a magnetic north, isn't it, right? Having a plan first, because it's like, I'm going in this direction. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but that's the direction that I'm heading. And remember, you know, we've talked about this, but, but in thought, we're, we're talking about energy, right? So thought is real energy, and purpose allows us to direct and to harness that energy, right? So think about what happens when you can take a great amount of energy and you can harness it and direct it and focus it. You know, I, I, for me, when I think about that, what comes to my mind, I, I think of a, you know, a magnifying glass to me is, is like a really good example. So think about this. We like to go to Destin on vacation. So we could go down to Destin and uh, we could go lay on the beach. You know, we could lay there for about, you know, 30 minutes. And for me, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get brighter shades of red, right? I, I don't tan very well, but I'm gonna get sunburn, right? So if I go to the beach and I lay there for a good 30 minutes, I'm gonna get really red, right? Or you could harness that same energy with just a piece of magnifying glass, right? Same sun, same energy, same beach, but I can take that magnifying glass and I can put it between my skin and the sun and I will burn a hole right through my skin, right? I will light myself on fire. It's the same energy. It's just harnessed, right? It's focused. I, I, think, I think they do that now with the same, um, I think they do the same thing now with like sound, don't they? I think for like kidney stones, I, I think. And I also just heard about this new company and I can't remember can't really remember their name, but they're, they're doing it now to break down the calcium in the arteries of the heart using sound waves. And it's kind of specific to that frequency and having that exact frequency. But uh, anyway, so, so we're talking about specifically about being focused and having a central purpose. Now, if we don't have a central purpose, if we don't have a magnetic north, if we don't know where we're going, he says in the book that we fall easy prey to worries, to fears, and to troubles. And it's kind of like, I guess, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, right? So let's go over a page. And uh, he says, a man should conceive a legitimate purpose in his heart and set out to accomplish it. He should make this purpose the centralizing point of his thoughts. And uh, it's interesting here, it says that, that it almost doesn't matter what it is, right? It's personal, isn't it? You're going to be much more efficient if you've chosen something that you want. And guys, here's the deal. Anything, anything will work. Whatever your idea is, 100%. I don't even know exactly what your true desire is, but I can tell you that without a shadow of a doubt, in my mind, it'll work. And if you ever doubt, if you ever doubt, I just want you to go, go outside at night and I want you to look up at the moon and realize there are footprints on the moon. 
Now, for any of you that are watching the video right here, you'll see uh, kind of the the poster or the picture behind me. I've got the man walking on the moon there. And I, I love when I say this quote a lot right here, look up at the footprints on the moon. And I saw this picture and it says, how is the sky the limit? When there are footprints on the moon, I say, ooh, I've got to get that, right? But, but if you ever doubt your ability to bring your idea forward, just go out at night and look up at the moon and know that there are footprints on the moon. Now, it may not work exactly how you currently think it will, but anything, anything will work. So whether it's a spiritual ideal or a worthy object, it could be money, it could be relationships, it could be health, it could be your work, right? And he says, according to his nature, and he means at the time, at that particular time, because as we grow, we also evolve and our character evolves. Our character is evolving and thought is evolving. Our being is evolving. Our awareness is evolving. And as all that grows, what we become aware of, of what we want and where our focus goes, that also changes. And I think what will happen is, is I've, des I've described that our purpose will last a season of our life, right? And I think he's saying here is when we begin to grow and to kind of, you know, and kind of our nature, the nature of who we are, our level of awareness, our character, as we move from these lower levels of character, as Paul and Roddy described, to the higher levels of character, each one of those, I think, ushers in a new season of life. And in each season of life, I think we become aware of a new purpose, you know? And, and it kind of fits in with this thought on circumstances where those circumstances give way and make way for new circumstances and new, uh, new circumstances. In fact, I thought, um, seen it somewhere, I think on line five, uh, 5.22, I think it says exactly that, right? Right at the end. His purposes are seasonably, man, I can't even talk. His purposes are seasonably planted and they bloom and bring forth fruit, which does not fall prematurely to the ground. <laughs> oh, man, isn't that true? Oh, man. What I think of purpose um, is really like you need, you need order, right? But then you also need movement. You need those two together. So you have to have order, and then you have to have movement. Movement produces something meaningful, and without purpose, you don't really have order, though, do you? Because one action takes you in this direction and one action takes you in another and one, one takes you in this direction and one takes you in the other direction. But as soon as you've got a purpose or somewhere or an objective, somewhere where you want to go, then you stop doing those things that take you in a different direction and you choose to do something that takes you in the right direction. And probably all of those things you do, some you enjoy and some Maybe you're indifferent to and some you don't really like, whether, whether they're taking you in the direction you want to or not. So you might as well go in the direction that you really want, right? And, and when you do that, it's, um, it's kind of like going to the gym, right? When you're going to the gym, you've got a goal that you're going for, you're working for, and it's the same amount of effort, but now you're enjoying it because there's meaning to it. It's meaningful, right? And when you're headed towards a purpose, I think it becomes meaningful too. And if you haven't got a purpose, he talks about this somewhere. If you don't have a purpose, pick a goal, right? Pick something, pick your current role, your current duty, your current job, and do as good as you possibly can, right? Look, if you don't know what your purpose in is, then your purpose is to discover your purpose, right? If you don't know what your purpose is, then that's your purpose. It's to discover it. And again, I think once you find your purpose, you're going to find that your purpose is kind of like... Um, 
kind of like the sun, that everything kind of revolves around it and will stay that way for a season of your life until you grow into that next level of awareness. And then a new purpose will kind of unfold. And from your purpose, that's where you begin to cast vision. So this idea that we've been sharing at the end of every chapter, that the vision that we glorify in our mind, the vision is really the purpose driven, right? It's really purpose driven, isn't it? And, um, the vision really is, is purpose vision uh, driven. I think the vision, I think that we glorify in our mind, the ideal that we enthrone upon our heart from that chapter. I think what we're talking about here is the full expression of purpose. What does our purpose look like realized? How would we bring that purpose forward? And that becomes our vision. And then from there we set goals and, but it has to start with purpose. And in order for that to start with purpose, it starts with thought. What do I want? What do I want to create? And we talked about those five key areas of life and think about each of those areas. And I think it's quite natural to have a purpose for each one of those areas of life. And then, then you take the vision statement from all those and kind of blend it into one purpose that kind of encompasses your whole being, right? And I think once you do that, then it gives you hope and it gives you hope and direction. And also decision-making, you know, I tell you, decision-making becomes much easier, doesn't it? Because people wrestle with decision-making, but if you're clear about where you're trying to get to, the decision's already made, right? It is very easy to say, is this taking me in that direction or is it not? Or is it taking me in a different direction? For your business, this is really easy, isn't it? For whatever your goals are, actually, once you set that, I think a lot of people stress about purpose and a lot of people sort of think, I, I, I got to know, you know, I got to know mine. I, I can't make progress until I know my purpose, right? For you, you know what your purpose is, but for me, I, I'm just not that lucky. That's what they'll say, right? You know what your purpose is. And, and I, I just, you know, I don't know what mine is. And I'll tell you, one of my favorite quotes is by Peter Drucker. He says, only musicians, mathematicians, and a few early maturing people, the number is very limited, know from an early age what they want to do when they grow up. The rest of us, we have to find out. <laughs> so my friends, the discovery, the discovery, finding out, it, 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 kind of figuring it out is living life, isn't it? You know, and being gentle on yourself is another key. You know, sampling life and being kind to yourself and exploring and figuring it out, gathering experiences, but ultimately seeking God. And I think that's an important part of that is, is that you do want to know what your purpose is, but I think you can make it as simple as, what do I want? What gives me life right now? And there's all kinds of great books about discovering your purpose, but I think what he's saying here is that you want to link your thought to a purpose, right? You want to know what your purpose is, and then you know you don't want your thoughts just wandering around, right? You, you, you just kind of wandering around. You really want to be disciplined and have a sense of control and self-control and have disciplined thoughts. Look online. I think it's 505. 505. He says, <clears throat> what helps with that? I think 505, here it is. Having conceived of a purpose, a man should mentally mark out a straight pathway to its achievement, looking neither to the right nor to the left. Doubts and fears should be rigorously, uh, like that, rigorously excluded. 
They are disintegrated elements which break up the straight line of effort, rendering it crooked, ineffectual, and useless. Thoughts of doubt and fear never accomplish anything. Anything. <laughs> it's funny how sometimes we think there must be some kind of benefit to all this, this worry and all these doubts, right? Oh, I'm sure. I'm not sure. But he's saying there, there very clearly, thoughts of doubt and fear never accomplish anything. They always lead to failure, but purpose, energy, power to do, and, and all strong thoughts cease when doubt and fear creep in. Think about it. Fear enters, faith leaves, right? Fear enters, faith leaves. Just that quick, like that, right? Just so, so this is another one of those chapters that I think, again, invite you into a consideration of looking at what you're thinking about and asking yourself, am I really directing my thoughts? Am I really focused? Am I, and am I kind of taking the helm of thought? Am I looking at these five areas of my life and am I linking my thought life to these areas? And Paul and Roddy, they do that training on the seven, seven levels of character, but they also have another one on seven levels of conscious awareness, specifically designed to kind of look uh, about looking at where your thought life is. And they talk about, are you at the lowest level of kind of animal level of awareness? Are you at mass level of awareness where you're just following the crowd? Are you at individual expression where you're beginning to kind of express what it is that you want? Have you gained experience or are and on, on your way to mastery? But all of it has us really thinking into what is our purpose? What is it that we want to accomplish? What is it that we want to serve? Right? What is it that we want to create and move forward in our life? So I think we should kind of in in with our statement from well hold on one second before we do that let's just do one more line let me read one more line at 524 line 524 real simple thought allied fearlessly to purpose becomes creative force wow thought allied fearlessly to purpose becomes creative force so thought and purpose excluding all the doubts becomes creative force and he says he who knows this is ready to become something higher and stronger than a mere bundle of wavering thoughts and fluctuating sensations. <laughs> That's just mental activity, isn't it? So I, I thought that was just too good to kind of leave out. And uh, let's go to our chapter on vision and ideas. This is lines 729 through 731. Yeah. The vision that you glorify in your mind, the ideal that you enthrone upon your heart, this you build your life by, and this you become. Guys, I hope this has added value to you. I hope you are uh, enjoying the study just as much as I am. I hope it's adding value to you. Um, and I look forward to digging in uh, to our next live training. We'll be doing that. If you're in this live program with us, we'll be doing that on Friday. Uh, coming up, we'll do that at 12 o'clock. Remember, bring your Q&A. We'll be diving into that. Bring your vision purpose your statement. And guys, if you're ever looking for, uh, you know, someone to come alongside of you uh, to help you with some of this stuff, 
I, I do one-on-one -on -one coaching. I'd love to come alongside of you to help you with that. And uh, feel free to reach out to me and we can discuss that. Or if you're not in Legacy Builders and would love a, another group of guys to come alongside of you to up-level your thinking, to kind of serve as guardrails in your decision-making. And, uh, you know, men who are driven and smart and successful that want to make an impact on their lives without you know, sacrificing their faith, their family, and their fitness to do that. Hey, we want to invite you to apply to be a legacy builder. But hey, I hope you've enjoyed this study. Feel free to invite others to it. I believe this message is much needed. There's a lot of people that need um, some, you know, some kind of this positivity and how to get their mind right is what I used to say. Get your mind right. Uh, so anyway, I hope you guys have a great day and God bless. Thanks so much for spending your time with us today. As you go about your day, remember to ask yourself, as a parent, child, sibling, business owner, customer, boss, teammate, would you recommend yourself, audit yourself, and change your life? Hey guys, and if you enjoyed this podcast, uh, take a moment, please subscribe, give us a rate and review on your listening platform, and hey, we value your feedback, and it helps others find us. Are you ready for this?